0: Hey everybody, this is Diane, and this is Kate, and welcome to ArtWise.
1: Alright, so today we are going to talk about none other than the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bob Ross. Yay! Yeah. What a G. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so um, I just have a life timeline of Bob Ross. I have a couple of pictures and videos for us to look at towards the end. Um, Sweet. And um, basically just going over the lifetime line of Bob Ross. Uh, a lot of stuff uh, that I found actually shocked me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, oh cool. Yeah, so uh, let's let's get into it. Um, first first off, before before we get into the actual timeline, how do you feel? About Bob Ross
0: <laughs> I think he's such a cool dude I used to watch his show Like to fall asleep at night Because I, I think his show is very like calming Um, I like the music And I he's just a very gentle And kind man And um, yeah he, he helped me fall asleep At one point Um, So yeah I love his show Cool dude I don't honestly know that much about him But from what I've seen Of his show I love him So yeah yeah, I didn't. I didn't know him like, like a lot about his personal life. I
1: just knew him mm-hmm. from like what I saw on his show. Um, but yeah, after too. after looking into his life, I'm really glad that uh, I got to research this episode because I think a lot of it is super interesting and there's just a ton of stuff that I didn't know. Um, so, so that's yeah. cool. Be yeah, that's awesome. Learn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Bob Ross was born in Daytona Beach, Florida in 1942. Right. So that's um, also where I'm from. Not Daytona Beach specifically, but I'm from Florida. Um, mm-hmm. Daytona Beach is, I think it's other the other coast, if I'm not mistaken. But it's not super far from me. Maybe like a couple hours, a few hours. Okay. Three or four. Not super far. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah. So, um, Daytona Beach, his birthday is October 29th. Um, so in other words, he's actually a Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> what? So, yeah, I
0: know. He does <laughs> so, not give me
1: those vibes at all. <laughs> he probably like has like a moon sign in like Pisces or something. I would I could believe he's a Pisces. I wasn't really oh, shocked yeah. that cuz Scorpios are water signs. So I don't know.
0: That's true. So,
1: um i like he gives me water sign vibes like very like calm water but scorpio is like probably the least calm of the water signs <laughs> uh, i was thinking maybe like pisces he gives me pisces vibes not scorpio yeah. but maybe maybe he has, like a pisces moon or rising or something maybe um
0: that's interesting
1: <laughs> yeah it is interesting i wouldn't have i wouldn't have guessed scorpio <laughs> oh yeah you never know um But yeah, it wasn't shocking to me that he was a water sign, but a little bit shocking that he he has you know his son sign is Scorpio. Um, Yeah. So uh, growing up, his father was actually a carpenter, and as yeah, carpenter, ooh, (laughs) Uh, make make things. Uh, And as a child, um, Bob Ross was always uh, more at home in the workshop than in school. Um, He never really shared. in too much detail uh his early life and his childhood he didn't really talk about it a lot but it is noted that he did drop out of school in the ninth grade and it seems like the reason that he dropped out of school was to work at as his father's assistant um
0: okay yeah yeah. interesting
1: Um, So an accident in his father's shop actually cost him the tip of his left index finger around this time as he was growing up. Um, It seems like he's pretty self-conscious about the injury uh, because uh, on his show, he actually positions his palate in such a way as to cover the finger specifically. So that's kind of sad, (laughs) but a little bit spicy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's so weird. I'm.
1: I read. Um. Like I said in my in my notes, I I did read that it because is could be because that he's like self conscious about the injury. But I almost tend to think he he doesn't really talk a lot about his his childhood and his early mm-hmm. years, and he might be hiding it so that people don't ask him about it. Maybe so people aren't. Yeah, that like, could be it. Yeah. That yeah, that made more sense to me.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he seems like the type of guy that like maybe went through something when he was a kid or something like that.
1: Very true, very possible. I yeah. I didn't count that out, but there's not a lot on it. I I did research and I was trying to find stuff and from his childhood that's about all I could find. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that his dad was a carpenter and that uh he cut his finger once. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, then, in 1961, uh, Bob Ross enlisted for the U.S. Air Force at 18 years old. Okay. So, uh, so like I said earlier, he was born in Florida, uh, but upon joining the Air Force, he actually was stationed in Elson Air Force Base in Alaska.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, and he stayed in the Air Force for about 20 years until he ultimately swapped over to teaching painting on television <laughs> which duh <laughs> um <laughs> but uh during his time in the air force he actually had the opportunity to take a painting class at um the united services organization club and he used to paint landscapes and he would also sell the landscapes uh for income at a tavern that he worked at so like he he would sell his paintings as like additional income
0: okay Yeah, humble, humble beginnings.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. So about four years later, he married a woman named Vivian Ridge, and they had a son together named Steve Ross, which is his only child, his only son, um, who was born August 1st, 1966, so one year later. Uh, And he's also a painter, and he teaches painting.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, so... um, and he's also uh, featured on some of the uh, Bob Ross episodes as well.
0: Gotcha. All right. He's, he's following in his pop's footsteps. That's cool. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, ultimately, Bob Ross and Vivian got a divorce in 1977 after 12 years of marriage. Oh, wow. So yeah interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) i didn't i honestly didn't peg him as someone who would ever like have a divorce he just seems so like calm and like chill and like relaxed um but he was actually married three times oh my gosh okay (laughs) we'll we'll get into it though um all right i'll I'll talk a bit more about that later (laughs) (laughs) sounds good all right so about 10 years later uh, Bob Ross saw a painting show on television called The Magic of Oil Painting. Um, and this would later serve as inspiration for his show, The Joy of Painting. Um, <laughs> this show was hosted by a man named Bill Alexander. And mm. Bill Alexander would later be like his mentor.
0: Oh, okay, cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, so in... Um, 1977, a couple years after he first saw the show The Magic of Oil Painting, um, he married his second wife, Jane Ross, very almost suspiciously shortly after his divorce with Vivian Ridge.
0: Oh, Bob, what are you doing? I Dang. know. Scorpio energy. Oh my gosh. He's secretly <laughs> like a playa.
1: Geez. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? Who would <laughs> know? Him. You don't just... You don't just marry someone the same year that you get a divorce. They had to have been talking before that, at least a little bit. In yeah, my.
0: Geez.
1: I mean, I could be wrong. He could have met her the day he signed the paperwork. Who knows? Yeah, but I, guess. I just <laughs> it's a bit sus in oh, in yeah. my in my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, that's a little bit that's a little strange. But that's crazy
1: yeah very interesting Mm -hmm. uh so in 1981 bob ross actually retires from the military um so i don't know if you you kept count but that's almost i think it's almost exactly 20 20 years of being in the military yeah exactly 20 years he was he was in the u.s air force um so he retires after 20 years (laughs)
0: um
1: and he also gets his hair permed, which was Woo! reportedly <laughs> to save money on haircuts. Um, his hair is
0: actually naturally straight. Uh, oh, did you know really? that? I had no clue. I can't even like imagine. I can't even picture him with straight hair. Oh, That's so well, weird. I've, I've I've prepared
1: for it because I have, I have a picture oh, no. to show you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to send you an image of Bob Ross, uh, n- like it's him with his natural hair next to him with his perm which everyone knows and and the reason that he got a perm by the way was to save money on haircuts but (laughs) the the funny thing is um i have a quote from uh the bob ross company co-founder and i'll send you this image while i'm talking about this and you can kind of soak it in a little bit but um um i have a quote from bob ross company co-founder annette kowalski quote When we got a line of paints and brushes, we put his picture on them, and the logo is a picture of Bob with that hair, so he could never get it cut, (laughs) so they, like, wouldn't let him change his hair because they they had, like, a line of, like, paint brushes and paints and stuff that they were selling, and the logo had a picture of him with his permed hair, and so he was like, I want to change this hair. I don't like it, and they were like, No. (laughs) <laughs> it's on the logo. You can't change it, so he that's has so to have funny. that hair like the rest of his life. No, I don't oh, remember. Oh no,
0: that.
1: that's so oh, funny. No.
0: That's hilarious. I had no clue.
1: Right. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and describe his natural hair for the yeah? For the it's people? just
0: he looks like completely different in this picture of him with straight hair. He's just got just you know fairly short hair. He and it's his face, but like the hair does not match his it's, it it's even, so weird
1: it doesn't even look like the same guy and i'll no, put it a, doesn't. I'll, I'll put a source link uh in the episode description so you guys can see it but um it's honestly probably easier to just google bob ross natural hair and it's like the first <laughs> thing that comes up but it's oh it's gosh. insane it doesn't even look like him at all like it really no. doesn't oh my gosh yeah. yeah it's so sad that because like he had that hair in the logo they wouldn't let him change it and the whole reason that he permed it in the first place was so that he wouldn't have to cut his hair (laughs) like that's so ridiculous I mean I get it I don't get my hair cut either but I can kind of just get away with growing it out super long and like not caring Mm. you know (laughs) I feel bad for him that he felt the need to like get a perm to like not yeah that kind of sucks yeah
0: haircuts aren't even that expensive though I mean I guess it depends on the Not for where men,
1: but I don't know. Yeah, trying not to- for men. He was a penny pincher, apparently. It's like oh. very renowned that like he didn't want to spend money, which is kind of crazy to me, because you would think that somebody that was like nationally known as like this crazy, like insane painter mm-hmm. um would have at least enough money to get his hair cut every few weeks, you know. <laughs> you <think? laughs> yeah, you would definitely think. Um, but yeah, no, he uh his natural hair was straight not curly i oh thought the afro was natural his his fro was not natural at all <laughs> he had to keep it maintained like that because of his logo which is kind of hilarious oh, man
0: well it is like his signature hair like it i definitely yeah. get the company where the co- company's coming from with like that's a signature look you know
1: yeah it suits him for sure hmm um so yeah 1981 was also around the time that bob ross took a painting class from bill alexander who was also the host of the magic oil painting <laughs> the magic nice. oil painting this guy um so bob ross later will go on to explain that um bill alexander uh was actually the first painter who actually taught him well so you know how earlier on i said like when he was in the military he had the opportunity to take some painting classes mm-hmm. yeah um well he didn't like those he was like i don't feel like i've learned things <laughs> um so this is a quote from bob ross um he said quote the schools i went to the professors were mostly into abstraction talking all about color theory and composition they tell you what makes a tree, but they wouldn't tell you how to paint a tree.
0: Interesting. Uh, okay. Rost. Yeah. So. yes kind um, of a good point there. I've, I've definitely had teachers that were a, a lot more interested in like the the design elements of art. So I totally get that.
1: <laughs> I, I get it too, but unpopular opinion. I'm going to chime in with my unpopular opinion. And I was just <laughs> thinking about making a TikTok about this because I do not get it. Um, I think that the best teachers don't tell you like this is how you paint a tree. You know what I mean, like yeah, that's fair. It's not really yours if you have somebody telling you exactly how to do it, and that's like one of those things. This is kind of a little tangenty, but um, have you ever seen those videos on YouTube that's like uh drawing an eye? don't and then it's like a picture yes, of like some I hate crappy those. eye and then I it's like do with a little check mark and it's like so a beautiful annoying. yeah i hate those too i hate them because yeah. who are you to tell me how to draw <laughs> like <laughs> yes. if you want to be an artist you have to like look at things you like and like look at like the kind of artist you want to be don't just follow any like do don't tutorial like yeah. it's just Jeez. it's kind of ridiculous to me that that's like a thing it it blows my mind a bit because it's like and, yeah no you know you <laughs> should learn to draw the way that you like like you should look at artists that you like and like you know learn based on things that you like and that way I don't I don't know I, I don't think it's right for a teacher to be like step by step this is how to paint a tree no I think you should figure out the best way to make trees that you like and paint yeah, trees yeah. that you that's appreciate true. I don't know. That's yeah. just my opinion. I'll no, I totally through. get that.
0: I think yeah. like it's good to be taught like techniques, though, too. I mean, yeah, art is about like portraying what you see through your own eyes, I guess. But yeah. yeah, I I totally get where you're coming from. I absolutely hate those videos. Most of the time, they both look bad. Just saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <know>. In my <laughs> opinion. But yeah. yeah, no, I feel the same way, and um, mm-hmm. it's just uh. I don't know it, it's to me I just think that as an artist you have every right to decide how you want to draw something and like those do don't videos the don't sometimes I'm like well if you do it like you can draw however you want to draw is basically what I'm trying to say and like if and that's an, another reason why I think a lot of art teachers teach like the elements and the compositions of art and all of like the elements and principles and what have you and they focus more on that than like how to actually draw like step by step this is how you draw a banana or a tree or an eyeball or like whatever this is why they do that is because if you know the elements and principles and you have good composition and you have a good color palette then you could be like the crappiest artist in the world and you can't draw for your life and it wouldn't even matter it would just be abstraction and it would still look good because you know the elements and principles yeah it just it's something that's more easily taught than like just being able to draw well you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that's another reason why i kind of like that better but that's not how bob ross felt he didn't like the abstraction he wanted somebody to be like step by step this is how you paint a realistic landscape and and you know he found that in uh in bill alexander i guess so yeah yeah um another interesting thing about bob ross is that uh his his coined phrase happy little trees um he actually owes that to bill alexander bill alexander started that not bob ross <laughs> oh no bobby what yeah. are you doing i know he he didn't steal it. He was just—he was taught by him, so he just that's used true, a lot true. of the way that he spoke. Bob Ross also spoke similarly.
0: Dang, I—I I guess yeah, that's uh, oh yeah, that's like one of his big things. Yeah. <laughs> um. So in
1: 1982, Bill Alexander uh, actually made a TV commercial with Bob Ross to promote his own painting classes, and then. A little bit later on in 1983, Bill Alexander actually finally passed the torch to his former student, uh, Bob Ross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, the joy of painting was born, and it replaced his former show, The Magic of Oil Painting. So, basically, Bill Alexander wanted to retire, and he liked Bob Ross, and Bob Ross was talented, and he was a good student, and they kind of just, like, mutually were like, okay, uh, you're gonna do the next painting show, that'll replace my show. And so, he passed the torch, and that's how Bob Ross's The Joy
0: of Painting was born. Okay, yeah, I had no clue he had, like, a predecessor, I. I always yeah, just thought, I didn't like, he was his own entity, he did his own thing, he had his own catchphrases, but I guess I was wrong. No, I didn't know either. It's kind of, it's kind of wild. Like, it's a little crazy. I didn't yeah, know, there's sure. so
1: much, like, researching this that I didn't know. I didn't know his natural hair was straight, I didn't know
0: <laughs> he was
1: from Florida, I didn't know, I, there's a lot of stuff about Bob Ross, I didn't know. I didn't know he had three wives, wild, wild. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. And I just have a little hunch that he might have cheated on his first wife. I just had d- just a hunch, you know? Yeah. Because, because you know, his divorce happened the same year that he got married to his second wife. Suspicious. Jeez. I'm not yeah. saying he's a bad guy. I'm sure he's lovely. He's absolutely lovely, and I love him. And everyone mm-hmm. makes mistakes. But the Scorpio came out a little bit, just a little, <laughs> you know. Not 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 speaking bad on all Scorpios. I love Scorpio women, mm-hmm. but
0: I've, just, I've had <laughs> Scorpio a few women only.
1: <laughs> the male version of like every sign is worse. But I I digress. Oh,
0: nice.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, the the Joy of Painting's first season was produced by WNVC in Falls Church, Virginia, but the audience was super small, and the quality of the audio and video was so poor that the first season of Joy of Painting was never aired ever again.
0: Oh my gosh. It was yeah. that bad? Dang. Yeah,
1: they probably recorded the whole thing on, like, a toaster oven or something. <laughs> like, I, I'm not even shocked. This was the 80s, so I can't even imagine what, like, poor audio and video quality w- was like in the 80s. People probably didn't even know what they were watching. They were probably like, well, <laughs> is, this, true. is this, like, Mickey Mouse or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Dang, yeah, I would love to see, like, the original season. I wonder what that's... I wonder if Bob Ross is any different in that. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure he developed his character
1: along the way (laughs) yeah um uh there's also a book that goes along with the first season so um something i don't know if you knew this i this is also something that i learned um doing research for this episode um but there's a bunch of books that go with each season of the joy of painting that has like pictures of all the paintings that he did like
0: on air gotcha all right that's yeah that's cool
1: yeah, and the book that goes along with the first season is like super rare, probably worth a ton of money. So if you have it, oh, cool. uh yeah, that's that's really cool. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh after the first season, the partnership that he had with WNVC uh dissolved, and in nineteen eighty four the following year, the show moved to WIPB in Muncie, Indiana, and the show had a national Muncie?
0: Audience. I used Muncie, to go to school but... in Muncie. That's you where did. Ball State is. Yeah. Wow. We all have connections
1: to Bob Ross. He's from we where do. I'm from. His show oh was gosh. aired where you went to school one time. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah, but um, that's where the show moved to after um the partnership, the original partnership with uh, WNVC dissolved. And the show went from having that small audience in Falls Church, Virginia, to having a national audience within like mm. between one season, which that's got to be insane. Like, yeah, to have a national audience um versus like having a tiny audience like from like specifically Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's got to be crazy. Uh, So, around this time, 1984, this is when the show began to grow popularity, like, very, very quickly. And Bob Ross uh, was, like, drastically and, like, very quickly surpassing his former teacher, Bill Alexander. Um, I'd never heard of Bill Alexander's show. Um, Yeah, me neither. The Magic of Oil Painting. I'm not sure why I haven't heard of it. I just, I've never... I've never heard of it, Um, but this is the point where, you know, he had a national audience and just, you know. I wonder why we don't have, like, a modern-day Bob Ross. I don't think there's any shows where somebody just, like, paints for 30 minutes. I don't think there's anymore.
0: Yeah, I wish they would do that again, because I I really do like Bob Ross. I think his shows, like, it's entertaining and it's very chill but yeah, that's yeah. I didn't think about that. We don't really have any modern day equivalent for Bob Ross. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of uh, of artwork
1: entertainment out there, and that's something yeah. I've noticed. And part of the reason why I asked you to start this podcast with me because there's just not a lot of it, and the stuff that is out there just isn't very good. No offense. True. To anybody else <laughs> who posts an art podcast,
0: but there really isn't a lot out there. <laughs> yeah, there's just not. <laughs> yeah, there's not. I mean, you can always go to YouTube for art stuff or people stream on Twitch and illustrate and there's there's social media art, but yeah, there isn't really it's much true. televised art. Yeah, I guess we don't really need it anymore because
1: there's so much like i stream artwork on on Twitch as well, and it's mm-hmm. just it's so oversaturated. It's it's really difficult to get even just a single viewer. Um, especially if you're just starting out like i i have a uh i need to i need to work on it a little bit more but i have a whole archive of just art that have been like requests from people that have watched my streams and i need to make like a little website for it and you know i bet if i did it more consistently and like you know did did that more consistently it would be better but it's really it's it's oversaturated there and it's undersaturated like television wise and like tv show wise there needs to be a netflix original with like bob ross's son or something that's what i
0: want (laughs) that'd be cool i would love to
1: see that yeah i mean he's a he teaches painting he's like a a bob ross v2 like bob ross jr (laughs) bob ross jr no his name's steve (laughs) (laughs) steve Steve yeah
0: definitely compete with bob ross
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but i would love to see that they should do like a netflix original that'd be um, that's a good idea i think you should pitch it to netflix i think they'd eat that up <laughs> i'll write an email right away <laughs> <laughs> <Do it. laughs> I,
1: I think it's a great idea because they have uh they have the joy of painting or at one point at least i don't know if they still do but they have the joy of painting on um On Netflix, so I think that'd be an interesting, interesting idea.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right, um, back to the timeline. In 1985, the joy of painting began using guest appearances from other painters uh, who paint alongside Bob. Some of these painters include, but are not limited to, Dana Gesture, Ross's son Steve. Ah, cool. John. Tham. I'm probably butchering some of these. It's T-H-A-M-M. I'm pronouncing it Tham. It could be Thom or Tom. Tom Mama. Something like that. Tom uh Mama. Audrey Golden. Thom. No, I had a kid um that I went to high school with whose name was Tommy and he spelled it T H A M I.
0: That's that's interesting. I've never seen it. I've never seen it spelled like that. Yeah, he got made but fun was- of for that. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds um, like a Tammy, maybe.
1: Yeah, I know. His, his name was Tommy, and it was spelled T-H-A-M-I. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Audrey Golden, Joyce Oitzner, Ben Stahl, Dorothy Dent, his longtime friend, Annette Kowalski who was also co-owner of the company who I I had a quote from her earlier on about you know him not being able to cut his hair um and his pet squirrel Peapod oh yes Peapod I would die for Peapod (laughs) me too
0: (laughs) Peapod was such a nice little guy I I love Peapod he was I love when they put the little animal baby clips on I know.
1: It, like, doesn't make sense, but it's, like, it's perfect. Like, it doesn't make sense at all. Like, I don't know who was, like, Bob Ross had to have gone to his producer and been, like, listen, I have a great idea. We gotta put baby squirrels. And they were, like, what does that have to do with painting? And he's, like, shh. We're We're gonna put baby squirrels in the show. He was like, "We're not gonna do that." And Bob Ross was like, "We don't put the baby squirrels on the show." And I walk, and they were like, "Fine." Oh my God, I feel like that's I what happened. Really
0: see that happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Doesn't really work. I mean, it works with the show, but it definitely doesn't really fit. You know?
1: Yeah, it is a little out there, but I I love it, and it's my favorite Me too. part.
0: <laughs> which is kind of why it works. The people love it. So
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in 1986, the Martin F. Weber Company introduced a line of Bob Ross products, such as art supplies, and the three-hour workshop video was released. So he released like a workshop video and a bunch of Bob Ross products, which um likely were the same products that uh he couldn't cut his hair because they had the bob ross logo on them and his hair was all (laughs) floofy and that's probably why he wasn't allowed to cut his hair or do anything to his hair and had to have it permed like that for the rest of his life (laughs) (laughs) what a curse (laughs) yeah no (laughs) you think you're doing a good thing by uh, selling art supplies with your face on them. And then all of a sudden you're told that you can never change your hair ever again.
0: <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. In
1: 1987, uh, Bob Ross is actually a fan of country music and he inducts Hank Snow into the country music hall of fame. <laughs> what (laughs) yeah he inducted this is where the the timeline starts to get weird with a bunch of things that that bob ross did that i had no idea that he did um oh boy but yeah he and he inducted hank snow into the country music hall of fame wow what bob ross has to do with country music not a clue have i (laughs) not not one but uh it's just interesting so I included it for sure
0: yeah
1: (laughs) uh a couple years later in 1989 the first hardcover book the best of the joy of painting was released and it caused him to hit the talk show circuit so he was getting on talk shows because of this book that had all of his best paintings from the past uh however many years I think in in 89 by that point it was like six years the show had been on um And, you know, he was just getting more and more popularity because of this book, which is kind of crazy. You think someone on national television would already be like such a big name. And then he releases a book of all things and everybody's like, ah, it's awesome. I love that for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. I would love to have a Bob Ross book. That sounds so cool.
1: Yeah, you probably still buy them, I'm sure
0: yeah i bet
1: <laughs> yeah i would check like the store
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Noble.
1: the noble. all right in 1990 the joy of paintings 300th episode aired in the united states and then again in canada um soon after the joy of painting began broadcasting and dubbed in different languages all around the world such as in places such as Mexico, Costa Rica, Colombia, the United Kingdom, Europe, Latin America, the Netherlands, Greece, Germany, Switzerland, Austria, Turkey, Iran, South Korea, and Japan. Oh my god, the man's a hit. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Everyone in the world was like, oh, oh, Peapod, Peapod.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that squirrel. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's insane. I had no clue that he was so, like widely accepted in the world
1: yeah i really genuinely also thought that it was an american thing and that if i went to another country and was like "Ah, oh, yes bob ross they'd be like <laughs> uh okay crazy <laughs> but oh no it broadcasted all around the world and was dubbed in like every language dang people Good for him. love them some bob ross
0: i get it i totally get it
1: yeah i do too i love him All right, uh, and then the following year, in 1991, the Joy of Painting began syndicating to local and commercial stations, and then following that, in 1992, the Joy of Painting began syndicating to PBS stations all across the country under uh, the moniker of the best of the Joy of Painting. Um And this also is the year, 1992, where Bob's uh, second wife, Jane Ross, dies of cancer. Oh, no. Sad. Sad. Yeah. Uh, His second hardcover book, More Joy of Painting, was also released during this year. So a lot of stuff happened in 91 and 92 with the show, um, given that it was so popular literally everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dang. That's so sad about his wife, though. Yeah, I know. It is sad. Then in uh, 1993, Bob Ross made TV commercials for MTV, where he paints the MTV oh. logo made out of a landscape. Oh, that's cool! I've never heard of that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. Oh, sweet! I have a link for you right here, and I will probably I have a uh, one more video after this one, and I'm just gonna insert the audio. Uh, from the video into the podcast because you can kind of hear what's going on but it doesn't do it justice so if you are listening and you haven't seen this commercial just look it up on youtube it's the first thing that comes up
2: i thought maybe today we'd make a scene that's very happy beautiful little scene with a lot of color in it very easy that you can do there we go okay let's just put a happy little mountain something about like that and let's paint several little happy trees and push look at there there. mtv the land of happy little trees
0: <laughs> oh that's so cute yeah i i love that for him yeah so i need to start watching bob ross again i just i heard his voice and it just took me back <laughs> yeah he has such a calming like nice voice Uh, But I thought that like he's the cool
1: thing about Bob Ross is like he's all over the place and everyone just still like is like, yeah, that sounds about right. That's fine. You know, (laughs) like um, Mm -hmm. between him, like adding squirrels onto his show and inducting country music singers into the Country (laughs) Music Hall of Fame, uh, doing commercials for MTV. There's like what what can Bob Ross not do? There's nothing. There's not
0: a single thing. Not a single thing. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, he seems like the type of guy that could just do anything. <laughs> Everyone yeah. loves him so much. I wonder Without how much MTG paid him. Yeah, I, do I don't that. know.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he is a vibe. He's a whole vibe. Mm, for sure. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Um, but yeah, what did what did you think of the MTV commercial? Is that I thought it was super cute. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I liked it a lot. It would make me watch MTV. Oh yeah, me too. It's funny that he was such like a cultural icon in those times that he painted the MTV logo. Like MTV wanted him to come and paint the logo. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's I just I love it. I love him so much. He's awesome. He Um, is then uh The following year, in 1994, the Joy of Painting was canceled by PBS stations across the country. And Bob Ross went back
0: home to Florida. Dang. That is sad. Did the ratings go down or what was the... Uh, I think it
1: just had been on for so long. And Mm -hmm. also Bob Ross um, was sick and probably didn't want to do it anymore. Um, He probably just wanted to retire you know, at this point um, in his life, I'm sure he probably was, you know. Yeah. Just that's, vibing.
0: Yeah, just kind of ready to wrap things up. I'm sure. It,
1: I mean, it had been on for over 10 years at that point. And mm-hmm. that's about, like, an average, like, run time for the show to be on. So I, I can totally see why. Like, even if it wasn't, like, oh, like, Bob Ross's you know sick stuff Mm -hmm. um i can see why they would probably cancel it and want to cancel it on a high note rather than you know wait for it to die down um Mm -hmm. but yeah uh so it was canceled by pbs stations across the country and bob ross went back home to florida the places where all the dreams go to die uh where oh. i live
0: and
1: <laughs> and, wow. and i mean it's true uh and bob ross uh the same year shortly after the show was canceled uh appeared on bill nye the science guy season one episode 20 oh man yeah which i also have that for you uh oh, it- yeah two legends together very yeah cool. <laughs> is this a crossover episode sorry <laughs> We gotta fit every uh, BoJack Horseman reference in the the,
0: (laughs) podcast. Yes, every episode episode. we'll have one reference.
1: Is this a crossover? It is a crossover episode, and it's my favorite one. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, So um, I will be sending this to you, and like I said, I'm going to edit in the audio from these. But basically... The episode is season one, episode 20, and it's called Eyeball. And the segment is like a self-parody segment. And it's called The Artistic Eye with Bob Ross. So I'm going to send you The Artistic Eye with Bob Ross.
2: Did you know that everything you see is an image on your retina? It's true. And those images are made by two kinds of cells— Call rods and cones. Now, rods aren't sensitive to colors, just to shades of gray and low light. That's what gives us night vision. Let's paint some happy rods around the edge. Happy little rods, uh-huh. Cones don't help much in the dark, what they do is let us see in bright light and in thousands of different colors. So let's make some colorful cones in the center. And here we are at the retina, land of happy little rods and cones. Happy.
0: <laughs> that was awesome.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, I it warms my heart a little bit that he got to be on Bill Nye the Science Guy because, like, both of these things are like
0: peak of my childhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's crazy. I I didn't know he was on Bill Nye. I know I didn't know that either, but he does it all apparently. Yeah, so. he's like a
1: one man band. You know? Yeah, I feel like I've learned a lot of science yeah <laughs> a lot of science in this episode uh, what a shock <laughs> on the Artwise podcast what science rods and cones <laughs> anyways uh, Bob cross also this this year in uh in 1994 um made his final talk show appearance on the phil donahue show all right uh, fall- the year following, in 1995, Bob Ross teamed up with a crew from Muncie to produce a show called The Adventures of Elmer and Friends, but he was too ill to travel to Indiana to shoot the pilot. So the crew oh, no. came along and recorded Bob's parts from his house. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. Everybody- I love him. I love that for him. I'm so glad that they did that for him because I would have been devastated if that didn't get made all because he couldn't like leave his house because he was sick so
0: sad is that like uh what what does the show entail i don't know (laughs) i didn't (laughs) look too much into it let me do a quick google okay it looks like a little like kids show that looks sweet oh i see oh that is cute as a tree's a little creepy but yeah a little bit
1: (laughs) Um, i like that It's sad, though. I'm sure it was probably... Was it only on for one season? I don't know why. I should know this, not you. Uh, But, yeah. Yeah. It looks like there was only maybe
0: one season of it.
1: Yeah. I love it, though. I think that's, like, the perfect thing for him to do after, you know, his show that was so popular got, you know, Mm -hmm. canceled and stuff. I think it was just, like, super awesome. A nice thing for him to do for kids. and i'll have to watch it
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it looks yeah the tree does look a little creepy the the happy tree but uh yeah it It does look interesting it does look happy yeah
1: (laughs) yeah with all those children
0: (laughs) a little creepy but happy (laughs) (laughs) for sure yeah he definitely seems like the kind of guy that would you know get along with kids pretty well yeah definitely
1: and then, finally, in 1995, Bob Ross married his third and final wife, Linda Brown, about two months before his death. And oh he my died... gosh. Yeah, sad. Yeah. Another sad thing. Um, and he died from lymphoma at the age of 52. And that's- Oh man, that's so young. I know, it is so young. Ugh, the best people are taken too soon. True. So angry. But yeah, he was super young, but um, he was sick. And yeah, that's, that's the lifetime line of Bob Ross. But I mean, he helped a lot of people and he did a lot of really oh, good yeah. things. And he was really he awesome. Did. He helped me for sure. And he died before I was born, very slightly mm-hmm. before I was born. But he died a few years before I was born. And like he has changed my life. And I know a lot of people who you know, love Bob Ross and think he's like,
0: helped them so much in their life. I mean, I'm sure you're one of those people, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, he helped me a lot too. Just, you know, even if um, I didn't, you know, I am not a very good painter, but I, I like watching him just paint. It's very calming to me. And I, I think that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons he's pretty big. But I think the other is he's made painting kind of accessible. He's made painting well accessible. That's um, true,
1: too. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's
0: true. People like to know how to make good art, and I think he, he definitely has helped with that. So, yeah, I really appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I know a lot of people um, definitely, definitely have been, you know, used his paintings as, like, little tutorials. And mm-hmm. it, it is true. Like, the way that he paints is very, like as a person watching it, you could easily follow along and yeah. obviously you're probably not going to be as good as him at, at first, but it's definitely, he makes it a lot easier. I remember when um, there was that YouTube trend a few years ago going around where people would just follow Bob Ross tutorials and try to like make good art. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people who wouldn't normally paint ended up making some really, really awesome paintings from it. Yeah. And, yeah. There's just so much good he brought to the world. He's an amazing dude. And yeah, I really, yeah. I I appreciate him so much. He's done a lot for the world and made a lot of people really happy. And mm-hmm. he was
0: like a calm in a world that has very little of calm. <laughs> so Yeah, that's true. And he was like one of the first popular TV artists. We don't, you know, we don't have those anymore. Yeah, I think he was one of the only ones. I can't
1: really yeah. think of any other artists that you know, besides Warhol, Warhol had some, some TV stuff, but, Mm -hmm. um, like, I'm saying, like, as, like, the, you know, the host of a show, he, he was something else, like, something that I don't know that we'll ever see again, and, and one of the first of his kind, I mean, obviously, there was Bill Alexander, who was his mentor, but, obviously, as, you know, time progressed, and national television became, like, bigger and bigger, he, you know, he became this, like, huge personality and surpassed even him. I didn't even mm-hmm. know who Bill Alexander was until researching for this podcast.
0: Yeah. He's yeah, cool, though.
1: Cool. For but sure, he's not, yeah. He's not, like, a whole personality. Like, Bob Ross had the hair, and he had the squirrels, and he had this whole vibe to him. And I think that's part yeah. of what made him so, like, recognizable and so popular. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I totally agree. I, yeah, I really appreciate him as a person. I think he made, like, quality art accessible to the public. He was kind of, he was a different kind of artist in that he, he didn't seem to be doing it for the money. At least that's not what it seemed like. Um, he just, it seemed like it, it was something he did because he loved it and he loved to share art with others. And I really appreciate that about him. Yeah. And that's
1: another thing, too, that um, I don't I don't think I brought up, but um, he's mentioned, like before in interviews and stuff like, you know, he was in the Air Force for 20 years, and he did that for a really long time. But once he found, uh, you know, Bill Alexander, and he found painting, he was like, this is what I was meant to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love I love that for him. I, you know, I think it's always a good thing when somebody like discovers their life path that they're meant to be on. And, you know, it doesn't really, I feel like unfortunately it doesn't happen for a lot of people. And the fact that Bob Mm -hmm. Ross knew like right away, this is what I'm meant to do and what he was able to do and make so many people happy doing it. I just think it's like, it's bittersweet like it's sad that he died so soon, but I don't think he would have lived his life any differently had he lived longer he would have just been doing the same thing until yeah. probably till today you
0: know mm-hmm. that's true yeah cool dude cool podcast yeah.
1: awesome <laughs> I love this episode so great
0: yeah yeah all right um do you have anything else to add or are are we good um I'll just say I, I love Bob Ross and I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast today. Cause I, I really did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did as well. All right. Um, so I guess that wraps things up. Um, thank you everyone so much for listening. Uh, as I always say, um, five stars on Apple Podcasts. And also if if you could leave us like an actual written review, that would be awesome. Those help us out so much. Um, and yeah. we also uh as usual, we have an Instagram at artwise podcast. Uh we share behind the he- scenes stuff and do little episode announcements um and like reminders and things like that. Um and you can contact us there. We have DMs there. You can send us a message if you have something to tell us, please do. We we would love that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um I think that's that's it. All right. Uh thank you everyone so much for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.